I'm Danny. I'm a Sag Sun, Leo Moon, Libra Rising. And I'm Aubrey, an Aquarius Sun, Scorpio Moon, Taurus Rising. And, and we're, we're your Astro Sluts. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting too good Unscripted. at this. Unscripted. <laughs> um, if you don't know um, already, welcome to our podcast. Um, Danny and I have been best friends for our entire lives, so we do have telepathy. We know everything about each other, but yeah. Now we're going to share it with you. <laughs> Welcome. Today we're going to be talking about the houses, so how that works for your chart, how that plays into compatibility and dating. For Lights Out today, we're going to be talking about making friends as an adult, and then we'll close things out with another good mystery date. Thanks for calling Astro Sluts. Leave your birth time. If you want to know how to get that guy, text your mom. We're going to need that time. We'll be your latest crush. Do you have any updates to share in the past week? Um, for the 500th week in a row, <laughs> I'm still obsessed with Scorpios and Libras. A snap streak. <laughs> we'll keep it at that. Um, I iconically have... Oh, I forgot. I was going to bring you those plants. Okay, aside oh, yeah, from the yeah. plants, I got rid of all my ex's stuff. Oh, amazing. Good for you. I, you know this story, of course, but yeah. for the folks at home, um, I was like chatting with my mom about my little broken heart. And like I have all these like plants that my ex gave to me, like propagations. And this one plant that I had had been, if we're being honest, it had been dead for months. Yeah. Just like not doing well. But I was like, there was like one tiny green leaf. I was like, it's going to bounce back. It's going to bounce back. And my mom was like, Aubrey, don't you think it's a little symbolic? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, mom, I do. Um, So, yeah, I'm hoping that this step is also a little symbolic for me. Everything was just like making me sad. Like just like my whole room was like covered in shit that made me think of her. So... Yeah, for my next trip, I will be pretending like our relationship never happened. (laughs) Um, I went to a meditation last night. This reminds me of that. And my intention was like releasing attachments that don't serve me. Yes. And I thought that was such a good one. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the person who led the meditation said, like something a little different than that. So it was not like an original thought, but I was like, (laughs) you know what I mean? But I was like, oh, I could let me turn that into just like releasing attachments that no longer serve me and I feel really good about it yeah okay I'm like gonna, that was like I'm gonna take that with me as yeah, well yeah I think that was a good one and a lot of stuff like came and like everything that I thought would come up did come up right but not in like a bad or overwhelming way mm-hmm. it just was like yeah that's that's a thing and it's fine yeah and yeah well, I've been, okay, I'm like not to get too deep on us right away, but like I have been like struggling recently with like, I've been working so hard on like being more vulnerable, right? Yeah. But then with that, like I just like am so sensitive, like my Scorpio moon, like just I like, and I hold on to everything too. Like if something yeah. like hurts my feelings, like it's going to hurt my feelings for like the next like however long, like I just don't know how to like release it but I was like I think I was doing yoga or something I was like maybe it's just like you just need yeah, the intention of release because I'm like okay what do I do it? what do I do how do I release it like yeah it's not like yeah it's so unclear like how yeah but yeah, yeah totally. so I I think maybe it is just about having the intention yeah, and then I like, like things will dissolve yeah for sure 
Right. Yeah. Another silly thing um, that I have done is I've started um, a list of like placements I'm manifesting for like my ideal partner. Uh huh. First, of course, being um, a Capricorn rising. Uh huh. And I think, and I want them to have a Taurus Venus, mm-hmm. so that we're we both meet each other, and it's like. Oh my yeah. god! Like this is totally. So that is what I'm manifesting: someone with Capricorn rising, Taurus, Venus. These Cute. days, I love that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> For your astro tutoring this week, we will be discussing the houses. So in your birth chart, this may be confusing if you use like CoStar yeah. or like Cafe Astrology, the ones with like a table. But your birth chart is actually a circle. It's a map of the sky, right? Yeah. Um, so, and that circular chart is split up into like 12 pizza slices. Mm-hmm. And they each represent a different part of your life. Yeah, that's why we love our circular birth charts. You can find them on Chani. You can also um, find them on Chani, astro.com. I love astro.com. Um, they yeah. make you a nice circular birth chart, and you just can see the whole picture that way. I'm a lot less anti the table because I know that's just, like, a very accessible, like, what people, yeah. like, usually the apps they use. Like, it's fine, but you'll understand this a lot more if you see this. You'll circle. make more con- – if you're, like, trying to learn astrology, like, you'll make more connections. You'll, like, see the patterns yeah. in the circular chart. Yeah, totally. And it will make more sense. So there are different ways to – like break up or organize the houses so they will like change a little bit depending on what you use which is why if you go on like one website it says like your moon's in your third house but then you look on a different one it says in your fourth house so there's just like different systems of yeah using that it's on my personal to-do list to like do more research on that yeah I know like the astrologers we follow all use whole sign houses yeah I like whole sign houses um I guess the thing that I've connected to about whole sign houses is more the astrologers that I follow that use it. It's the people I trust. It's the people like I read their horoscopes, all that stuff. So with whole sign houses, what I have seen those astrologers say is it's the best for like predictive astrology. So if you're looking at transits and like, when will I be in a relationship? That kind of thing. That's like the best system for those things, just because you can easily track transits that way. Yeah, that way. Yeah, um, most of the people I've kind of connected with it. Right. I know that, like, yeah, like some of our favorite astrologers use whole sign, but I famously love Jessica Lignato, and she yeah. uses Campidus houses. Okay. Which, like, I don't know. It's just on my to do list. Like, she, like, literally, this is a long term to do list, but like, I would ideally want to go through my birth chart in each of the house systems. And yeah, like I know. And see, see where you connect really with. Yeah. Because yeah. like, that's what Jessica says. That's why she uses Campidus because okay. she like had one placement where she was like, no, my Mercury is in the 12th house or yeah, whatever. Totally. So like she was like, this was the one that like. Yeah. Connected. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh-huh. It's just interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. I know. Um. Alice, Stock Alice, mm-hmm. um, said that she always did her readings in Placidus. Mm. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So she always did her readings in Placidus, and then she learned about whole sign and went back and, like, 
literally like almost redid those readings and she was like no this like checks out so yeah, much yeah. more like so it's just an interesting thing it's very much like everything in astrology is so personal um and that's just like another example of like it's really what you connect with yeah, so I think we'll both be using whole sign houses when we're talking about our own charts today. Yeah. Just to briefly explain whole signs, it's more math. We yes. love math here. Uh, so there's 360 degrees in a circle, right? So with whole sign houses, each house is going to be 30 degrees of that circle, and it's going to be an entire house. Like yeah. all of Aquarius is one house. All of mm-hmm. Capricorn is one house. Yeah. Simple simple but I did see a TikTok that was like why are you using it just because it's the easiest one and I was like yeah (laughs) I was like you're so right but like you know it is it's simpler to understand for sure yeah so when you look at your birth chart you'll see those symbols for each planet and you'll see they fall into those little like slices of pie and what that means is all those planets that we talked about last week so like your Jupiter your Mercury those all have those same traits that we talked about but they're going to be applied to the place in the chart so like we'll talk about each house and what that means but essentially if you have your mercury in the third house that mercury that we talked about last week in your sign is going to have like third house kind of applied to it a good analogy that i believe is from Chani's book is the houses are the setting in which like the planets would be the actors so if you're watching a play the third house is the set where like Venus it's taking place. Lives, yeah. Takes place. So we're going to go through each of the 12 houses and what they represent. If you're confused, stick with us. I think it will make more sense as we go through them. Yes. So we'll start with the first house. The first house is where your rising sign is going to be always. Yes. So it represents yourself and like everything we talked about last week with your rising sign. So both Danny and I only have our rising signs there, no other planets. But I will say I find like people with lots of planets in the first house are like very charming, I would say. Yeah. But, like, very self-centered. Yeah. No, for sure. So, like, if your rising sign and your sun sign are the same, you're going to have, like, a very large sense of self. I would not call it self-absorbed because that's me. I might. But, like, you have a very... Yeah. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. But, like, you're very... You're going to think of yourself yourself. first. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just... In my experience of, like, trying to, like, date people with lots of first house energy has not gone well because they are not thinking about me yeah yeah for sure which is fine Mm -hmm. (laughs) no hate yeah (laughs) i love it (laughs) um the second house so the second house is going to be um like represent finances um personally this is where my Chiron is, which is interesting. We'll get into all that fun stuff yeah. recently, but I don't feel like a huge second house pull. I don't have like a lot yeah. of energy there. Yeah. Um, but if you do have planets in the second house, like just like kind of like physical items might be more important to yeah. you. Like maybe in a materialistic way, maybe say material not. Girl. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, like you might like gifts or just like the things that you own, like just totally. might be really special to you. Whereas yeah. like, for me, like, yeah, not as much. Yeah. Like, finances are not, like, I don't need not to be. Not a priority. Like, I don't need to, right, they're literally not. Yeah. Um, like, I don't need to feel, like, necessarily, like, financially secure 
in order to like feel emotionally safe or something. totally the third house is all about communication and like the people like directly mm-hmm. around you like friends that you have like in your everyday life or like every day say, like connections. neighborhood yeah like, exactly like community <laughs> like network in that sense like very close to you um like close circle almost yeah yeah, network, but, like, people you're talking to more, like, every day. Yeah, exactly. I have my son, Mercury, and Pluto here. This is where Sagittarius is for me. So, obviously, love. I love my friends. I yeah. have noticed recently, this is funny, because I'm, this is something I've noticed separately from this, but I cannot have a good day if I don't see a friend. Aww. Like, I have yeah. to, like, get my matcha in the morning and see Felton. Or I have to run into someone I know at the gym. I have to, like, have a conversation after my Pilates class. I have to have, like, a run-in with someone. Otherwise, I'm, like, not – I could, like, be in a bad mood all day simply because I did not see one of the people <laughs> I run into every day. And, like, I will not have a good day. That's like, so cute. Yeah. But that's very much, like – my Mercury, how I need to, like, communicate with people. My son, like, I need to see people. I need to be out. I yeah, need to connect. Yeah, you identify yourself based like, on very who's much directly around who I connect, you. Like, yeah. see all the time. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Personally. But that's really cute that you experience. Yeah, it is. It's so funny. Like, I could be I could be in this, like, stompiest, poutiest mood, and then I see someone I know, and I'm, <sighs> hi good morning and I'm fine I'm little like could day fine yeah yeah that's so funny I feel like your third house placements are also like why you love a friend date totally like you just like want to like chat with people and like yeah I just want to have like more people in my everyday life yeah in my circle like I want to like go out and as much as I hate running into people I want to go out and know everyone that's like so important to me like, the people I see every day, like, I want to know you. I want to know your name. I want to know what you're, like, up to and what you're doing. Like, I like to have, like, a big circle of people. And I wouldn't say they're, like, my best friends or even friends necessarily. Yeah. But, like, I like to be surrounded with people that I, like, know and care about. The West Loop. The West Loop. That's why you won't leave. <laughs> That's why I don't leave the West Loop. And I know everyone here because I love them all. And they're important to my everyday life. Um, The fourth house is going to be all about home and family. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything here either. <laughs> um, just Neptune for me. Um, so not really like, I would say Neptune is so much more like generational. It doesn't feel as personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't say I, that's the only thing I have there. So I don't feel like that has a big, big impact on me. The fifth house is next. Going to be all about creativity, romance. We love the fifth house. This is where most of my planets fall, so I really feel very special about it. (laughs) What a surprise. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the fifth house has my Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Uranus um, because I have a lot of planets in Aquarius, so all those are like my Aquarius bubble. Um, So, yeah, I really feel very passionate about the fact that my life is (laughs) about creativity and creation and making shit and birthing shit, whatever it is. I think we also should say, so when we talked about the planets, right, we talked about how the planets further away from the sun, you all have in common with Mm -hmm. the people born around you. The houses are how 
those planets affect each of us differently though totally so danny and i both have jupiter and aquarius right? right so we do have that in common but they're in very different places. they're in different houses so they affect our lives mm-hmm. the same energy like affects different parts of our lives totally so both my venus and mars are in the fifth house and when we talked about that last week we know that those have a lot to do with like love and sex and all those things um and that's in my fifth house fifth house is of creation Mm -hmm. I really really rarely care about someone that much but when I do I'm obsessed with the idea of having children with them (laughs) and this is like rare but it happens every time I'm like obsessed with someone like I like marriage no long-term relationship no like none of that is interesting to me but a baby children like that is so fifth house creation energy I'm like look what we could make together we could make a person (laughs) or like I love a relationship with like an artist because I also think we could like take over the fucking world like in terms of like creating shit like that's so exciting like the thought of just like making shit with someone a lot of times for me it's a baby but like also just like art a brand a collab Mm -hmm. like I love that kind of thing the sixth house it's going to be all about, like, routines. It's the house that, like, is connected to your health. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything here. Um, I have a south node okay. in here. Um, we'll talk about that later, too. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> to talk about the nodes. But I'm, like, that's really a little into secret it. for later. Yeah, literally. <laughs> we'll get into all that fun stuff. But, yeah, I don't have a lot of stuff here. Something interesting about the house is, even if you don't have planets there, things can really affect you Mm -hmm. um, transit-wise. So last fall, there was a full moon in Pisces, which correlates with my sixth house, and I was down bad. So if we're thinking about the sixth house, that represents health. I had strep. I had a UTI. I could not get my shit together. (laughs) And then I realized it was because of this, like, Pisces moon energy that was happening. So even though I don't have planets in that house necessarily, when things in the sky happen, it can still bring stuff up. Yeah. All the houses are still affecting you, even if it's not in your, like, you don't have a planet in your birth chart. Totally. So don't zone out. keep taking notes next is the seventh house it's gonna be the house of like relationships of like long-term partnerships Mm -hmm. so like really good friendships as well as like yeah romantic romantic. relationships (laughs) (laughs) finally i'm like finally i've bingo or something like opposite charts i feel like mine is all down here and yours is yeah up here which is nice for this episode we have lots to say um so my moon is here unfortunately yeah um yeah to be honest like very much u-haul energy yeah from this placement um like i cannot go on a date with someone without planning our whole life together yeah like i just like can't like i can't just like long-term date. partnership in your yeah. eyes yeah yeah like i just yeah that's how i just my brain works is yeah. like okay so like how Where are do we how's go our here? yeah how is our life gonna look like together yeah. but yeah i just like really do want like that like deep like intimate connection totally. like a surface level thing like just doesn't really like cut it for me i need to like feel like we have could have like a yeah, future a whole together. journey yeah just like very relationship oriented but on a future a- on a future episode we'll talk about aspects yeah I do have some other things in my chart that like conflict with this mm-hmm. placement but it does exist yeah totally um I have my Saturn in the seventh house 
which if you remember last week, we talked about Saturn is the planet of boundaries. And I have that planet in Aries. So it's a very conflicting placement. I think it's very funny. It also makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I have this, like, what lives in my, like, long-term partnerships is, like, I want boundaries. I want respect. I'm a little bit mad at you. Like, yeah, so that's an interesting <laughs> placement for me. I feel like I really find um, success in partnerships through boundaries, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. The eighth house. Sex and death. <laughs> I'm I'm obsessed. <laughs> yeah, but very much like secrets and like transformation yeah. as well. I iconically have Pluto here. Oh yeah. Totally. <laughs> um so I just like am very comfortable with darkness. Um it yeah. is also kind of like I feel like codependent vibes. Uh-huh. At the same time, like I feel like this is also what causes me to like shut people out if I like don't want them like too close totally like you can either be like in 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 in, or like if i if i'm like if i don't want you there yeah bye you'll never hear from me again yeah (laughs) i iconically have no planets in the eighth house obviously (laughs) like based on our outfits (laughs) literally can you tell you think exists in the eighth house not me (laughs) the ninth house it's gonna be all about like international travel about writing about teaching yeah philosophy education publishing empty (laughs) i have um quite a lot um i have mercury Uh in the ninth house so i feel like that causes me like i really want to be like inspired by who i'm dating Mm -hmm. i want to be able to like learn from them and like expand who I am as like a human being totally based on like our exchange of like thoughts yeah and ideas I have Venus here love to flirt mm-hmm. I love like connecting with people and just like making them feel good about myself yeah so, like, lots flirting of connections is very fun mm-hmm. um and Neptune mm. is also here mm-hmm. um which is very much like like I'm always like jumping without looking yeah um yeah just like I'm like okay I'll fall in love with you after like our first meeting yeah um and I also feel like it's like I don't think I could ever be with someone that doesn't have like the same like spiritual or like philosophical like yeah values or beliefs like I that's I could never like when like the, all those like tweets and things that are like break up with your republican boyfriend like yeah, i no, could literally sure. never date someone that i didn't feel like we were on the same like i it confuses me even like when people like from different religions get married yeah yeah i know like who like i'm like whatever do whatever you want right but like i'm like what i just can't imagine like sleeping next to someone that like thinks we're going different places when we die. Or yeah, like, totally. That just doesn't make sense yeah, to me. Fair. The 10th house. 10th house is going to be a lot about the career and like public eye, kind of how you exist in society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have four planets here. Mine's empty. So my son is here, which this has like come up a lot, like especially last season. People with son in the 10th house like 
hate being embarrassed in public like that is just like the worst thing Mm -hmm. this makes me like super goal-oriented in relationships like as soon as I stop benefiting I'm jumping ship I'm getting out of there as soon as I've gotten if as soon as I've achieved the goal of this relationship bye like thank you next um I'm just like not willing to like waste my time yeah because like I have a I have a career to have like I have like a public appearance to uphold like yeah totally um Mars is here as well so Mm -hmm. this makes me like very worried what people think of my relationships yeah and also I feel like this is how I can like how I have in the past like put attraction aside and like I just use my head to decide like yeah who I'm looking for like a relationship is like function as opposed to like what I actually want or what I'm attracted to or like yeah what you know um Jupiter here is here as well super independent um I this is why I like find myself in like more short-term relationships even though I do have these like codependent like yeah U-Haul placements elsewhere like I just have like this huge vision for my life and like someone cannot get in the way of that like that's not to me like a relationship is not worth like sacrificing what I want my career to be yeah so like no matter how much I like you I'm like I have to totally I have to get out of here like this is not like I'm not happy because I'm not like Uh having the career I want and my final planet there is Uranus this just makes me like so driven that there is just no time for romance and to me like a purely like sexual arrangement sounds fantastic like if we could like not like if we just like hooked up like and that was literally it I'm like that's great that sounds like me at like my optimum function is like if we could just have sex and like I don't have to worry about like maintaining like anything else like Like, welcome to my world well (laughs) I feel like I used to do that yeah when men were a plenty and now I'm like well that's not actually worth my time no I know you just need to find a man (laughs) and then you could just do that I did think about it recently I was like oh I just want to go like on a date with someone I was like I feel like I could get a man to go on a date with me so easily and I was like I know. So gross. Yeah, I couldn't. I was, it crossed my mind for approximately two seconds. And I was like, absolutely not. I would rather, I'd rather be celibate. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Like you were saying earlier with your fifth house. Yeah. I, I actually don't think I've like, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Kind of like when we were talking about last week with like my, Venus and Capricorn like very interested in someone that is gonna like get me higher in the social ladder like I I do think ideally like my future partner like can work on my work with me yeah I don't think I've ever like really I mean I guess I've just like kind of changed my career path in the past couple years a lot but like I'm interested next time I could date someone that would directly be able to help me with my career and like that would be able to work together i'm just interested to see like what that 
will look like. Yeah, for sure. So 11th house is going to be a lot about your community. It's like network, social causes, and very like your future. Yeah, definitely. Uh, My moon is here. Cute. Which again, she loves a friend. Loves friendship. Loves friends. Loves community. Um, Yeah. For me, a lot of this means like how the people around me and how my friends are doing like directly affects me. And also I think like how I care about my friends is also like how I care about the people I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Like I think I like again on the friend date, like a lot of that just like I care about all my people the same so equally. much. Yeah, it's such, like on the same plane. Like, equally. Yeah. Like I really just like see everyone in my life as like important. Right. But there's also not like, like there's not like a hierarchy. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone in my life is like just like equally important in their well being in terms of my well being. So I think like sometimes people on the other end of that don't like that. Totally. Just because they don't feel more special than everyone else. Right. But it very much is like I have just like such a soft spot for like everyone in my community mm-hmm. that like it's very rare that like some people are like way more important than others. Totally. I'm like just me. Yeah, literally just you. <laughs> like easy, but except Aubrey. <laughs> I'm like I live in the the seventh house. Right. Everyone else is yeah, in the eleventh. <laughs> and last but not least, the twelfth house is all about like your subconscious, like spirituality. Mm-hmm. I I should have said this earlier. I guess to me, it like makes a lot of sense. Like the houses. Yeah, go in order from like the first house is like yourself mm-hmm. right and like gradually the houses like move, move away from yeah. you right the second house is the things you own the third house is the people around you the fourth house is your house right and finally we get to the 12th house that we've got the, the themes have gotten so big they're like b- back yeah the back deepest to, like, deepest parts deep inside of you imagination brain space yeah I have the I, I have I have the Saturn here. <laughs> the I have Saturn in this house makes me just like very private. Mm-hmm. In addition to my Scorpio moon, the totally. Saturn in the twelfth house. Oh my Lock gosh! Lock and key, right? And like very into like secret love affair. Totally. Like I don't need anyone knowing. Like yeah. what? is happening in my like <laughs> i mean not actually me sharing my entire love life just nobody's very gonna know but like in i would like if i'm in like a secret love affair like not like keeping that secret totally. is not difficult like i yeah. ha- i can set those boundaries and i'm like yeah we'll never talk about this again totally <laughs> so those are the themes of all the houses now we're going to talk a little bit about how compatibility kind of plays into where your houses line up Mm -hmm. the biggest thing i think is just how like transits are affecting you and like the person you're trying to date so we talked about this a little bit earlier a transit is like what's happening currently in the sky and how that is interacting and affecting your birth chart yeah an example is like are the mercury retrograde which we just talked about was in capricorn so you could go look and see what house capricorn is in Mm -hmm. in your birth chart and that is the theme of what mercury retrograde was affecting in your life yeah so another important thing i think to know is this 
concept is how horoscopes are written. Yes. So if you see your horoscope in a magazine, do people read magazines anymore? (laughs) You should technically be reading for your rising sign in a horoscope. Like that's going to just be more accurate. If the horoscope's saying like, this month you'll be dealing with like career changes. It's going to, that statement is based on a planet going through a house. Yes. So if you read for your sun sign, like me, it might connect in like a different way, but totally. it's going to be more accurate if you read for your rising mm-hmm. sign. So compatibility. Yeah. You might have transits affecting like your career houses, for example, but like your partner might have things affecting their relationship houses. So it right. kind of just like the transits are affecting like just what you're focused on right now, like what your priorities are, or like what parts of your life are asking for your attention and I think that is like a really important part of being in a relationship like totally. are you are you in the same place or do yeah. you want the same things right now or are you focused on the same thing right um last year like right around this time last year actually I went to an astrology workshop <laughs> wait I can't believe that like a year ago no, like, we I were both in top. relationships that's really confusing yeah, no, a for year me. ago I wore this top and I had a boyfriend that feels and so <laughs> it was also that feels so long ago mm-hmm. Sorry, continue. Yeah. That's shocking. Shock um, so a year ago, I went to an astrology workshop in this top with my boyfriend at the time, <laughs> which is just psycho to think about. And um, it was a lot about, um, it was with Stock Alice. and Which we love. Go follow her on Instagram. But that's not her Instagram name anymore. It is, I is think. Is it still? Yeah. Okay. The website's different. The Instagram's oh, okay. the same. I've so, literally yeah. checked like yesterday. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so follow Stock Alice, but Stock Alice does a lot of predictive astrology. So this was kind of like a beginner's guide to astrology, but then she took a lot of personal questions. Um, and of course, like I'm the only one who like dragged her boyfriend to the astrology <laughs> workshop. So she was like gushing over Obsessed, it. She yeah. like loved it, of course. I'm so jealous you met her. <laughs> I know. It was so cool. She's so low key. She's so funny. I'm such a big fan. Yeah. Um, so... I obviously am like, okay, like, tell me about our compatibilities. So I have a Libra rising. My ex-boyfriend has a Virgo rising. And she was very much like, for your Libra rising, like, your relationship transit is not until, like, next summer. She was like, you could probably, like, ride it out until then, mm-hmm. but, like, you're not there. Like, narrator. They she did was not, not they, there. But they would not ride it out. <laughs> No, they would not. Um, like, she was, like, so trying to be, like, it's nice. fine. Yeah. But she was, like, you're not there until, like, next summer. And I just thought it was so funny because I was, like, at the time I was, like, oh, like, maybe for us that would mean, like, something more serious. Or, like, we weren't living in the same place at the time. So I was, like, oh, yeah. maybe, like, next oh, summer no. we'll be in the same yeah. place or Aww. something like that. But, yeah, it's just funny. And, like, we really broke up. I mean, there was a lot of reasons we broke up, but one of the main things was like literally we were in physically different places yeah. and emotionally and mentally. But that's mm-hmm. very much has like a very easy way to think about transit. Like I wanted to date someone who lived in a different city and was like focused on get trying to get a job yeah. and redo his whole life where I was like, I'm like very settled in what I do right now in my career. I was like not looking to make a transition or a move. I was like, I'm trying to date. I'm trying to like fulfill this other end of my life. And he was not, you know, and it's like, that's so okay. But also like, what's the point? Like why for something that's not 
going to like when you're not on the same page as someone. Yeah. I um I just like, feel so, so stupid. I feel like I talk about them every every episode for no reason. I also I obviously yeah, I know. Uh, you already know. Um so I went on a date with someone around it was like during an eclipse cycle that was affecting my first and eighth houses so first house is the house of self so like all about self-development and the eighth house is like a relationship house yeah so like I was very much like that's where my headspace was like who am I like who are my like close relationships right yeah and the eclipses were affecting their second and nine house ninth houses of like <laughs> you're gonna laugh finance and travel. education travel yeah I love astrology it was like crazy like it was just so totally on the nose yeah um, but like just like we like really got I mean in my from my perspective, we like really got along and like were very compatible otherwise. Totally. It was just like their head was like somewhere somewhere that, else. Yeah, and totally. I was like in the headspace to like go to on date. dates. Yeah. And they were not. Yeah. And what else not yeah, what nothing else do? to do. Yeah. So the relationship houses are the fifth house, the seventh house, and the eighth house. So when you have transits going through those houses, you are like more likely to have like relationship compat or relationship like themes happen in your life. Yeah. You're more likely to meet someone to like, you know, etc. So yeah. keep that in mind. Like, if you currently have transits happening in your fifth, seventh, or eighth house, it could be helpful to look at the person you're dating and like. Do they also have those themes happening? Are they on a totally different space? And like we always say, it doesn't mean that you can't connect on it. But it might be helpful to be like, oh, I'm having this like heavy, heavy relationship energy. And I like I want to move in with my boyfriend or like I want to get engaged where like maybe the person you're dating is like about to have like a huge career cycle. Like maybe they're going to get a promotion. Maybe they're going to like focus on like leveling up in their job. Mm -hmm. So not that you guys can't date and like have success on your own but it might be just that they're like going through something else so you could either just be like more cautious of that or more considerate and like know that it's not about you I guess maybe that's like the key here is like I like to remove feelings from things a lot of times obviously what I don't love feelings so for me it's super helpful to look at things like when I was with Mm-hmm. Like, we were literally on different, tra- like, we were very much on different tracks. Like, I was having transits that were, like, in this kind of, like, self-space, whatever. He was having transits that probably had to do with career, blah, blah, blah. It's okay that things didn't work out because we were in different spaces. Mm-hmm. It's a really good way to, like, focus on that. And then you can either say, oh, my partner is going through this. Let me help them. Or be like, you know what? Let me give them the space to go through that. Mm-hmm. And I just think that in general is, like, why you and I both like love astrology so much because it like yeah. gives you like an answer totally for, like if it's just your birth chart you're like why am I acting like this you can be like it's just because of my Scorpio moon like right. you know it just gives you like peace of mind you're like why didn't like this relationship work oh it's just because like right you like they didn't hate you things. they just like yeah. needed to like clean their house <laughs> Yeah. They had a lot of fourth house energy and they needed to redo their room. Okay. It's, it wasn't about you. So something interesting that I have noticed about us, um, 
I have a lot of energy in the earlier houses and you have a lot of energy in the later houses. Mm -hmm. And I think it's funny when we just talk about our lives and things. I am so yeah, much. I know exactly what you're yeah, going to say. So yeah, so I'm so much more focused on the current moment, the present, who I'm going to see tomorrow, what I'm wearing today. I have no idea. I have no vision for my life ahead of what's happening today. Like, I know I have brunch plans tomorrow. That's all. That's all I can tell you. I don't know what I'm going to look like. I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't know what I'm going to do. I have. Not in a bad way. I have goals. I have aspirations. Yeah, yeah. I have no vision for what my life is going to look like in more than two days. If you listen to Aubrey speak, <laughs> everything is Everything huge. is a goal. Everything <laughs> is a career, a, like a whole five-year plan. Like, it's just so interesting. I and know. not in a bad way yeah, at no, all. I just know exactly, exactly what your what life, life is. is. Yeah. And that's so, <laughs> and that's so great. But it's so interesting, like, just yeah. hearing the difference. And I think you can, like, that's a good way to kind of like look at the different houses because like we talked about at the beginning with like my west loop I love my west loop I love my everyday circle like I that's what I like I like my daily life like I know that I'm going to exist in five years and I'm not concerned about what that looks like in the slightest right like I'll I maybe don't maybe I won't maybe Whereas, I'll like, got, be dead but like that's not like I don't have thoughts on like what my future looks like because mm -hmm. I'm just like I'm so into the present yeah no, and I mean, this is, like, just why I think I feel so aligned with, like, my Aquarius sun is just, like, so future-oriented. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, just in contrast to you, like, I feel like I have, like, a bestie in every city in the country. Like, yeah. I don't have, like, that close-knit circle, at least totally. currently. Like, I feel like my network is, like, so spread out. And, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just so focused on where I'm going to be in 10 years from now. But then I do have a harder time being like, okay, well, what do I need to do today? No, for sure. To get me there. Yeah. No, I have the opposite thing. People yeah. ask me all the time, well, what do you want to do? Just because I do so many different things. I think people right. like genuinely are like, but what is the goal? Yeah. Okay. I have, there's, yeah. there's no goal. There's no goal. We're just vibing. Yeah. Just vibes. Smooth brain, no thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the 12 houses. Next week, we are going to be putting a lot of puzzle pieces together yeah we're gonna be taking the planets and the houses and the signs and just weaving everything together so if you have any like missing pieces or there's any like gaps in anything we've talked about it'll probably all come together next week when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we are back with Lights Out. If you are tuning in for the first time this season, Lights Out is our little chat on kind of the things we keep in the dark. So things that you maybe have like thought about but really never talked about or like the things you've never said out loud or would just like wait until it was like 4 a.m. to talk to your best friend about. So this week... We thought we would discuss making friends as an adult. Yeah. We're both 24 now. And, like, I feel like we've both kind of realized that, like, the entire experience of, like, being an adult 
like in their like mid twenties, is just that like everyone wants fr- more friends totally and like no one knows how to make them yeah I think it's just like that's such a buzzy topic like we talked a little bit about this just like via text earlier this week like everyone's like oh my god making friends as an adult so hard how do you do it but like no one I feel like there's like but then it's like the gap of like well what do you do like no one right. then tells you what to do it's just like making friends as an adult is so Sex, hard yeah and it's like okay well like how do we get there I do feel like one aspect is just, like, we become an adult and we have jobs and we have, you know, all these things that we're trying to do. Like, I don't even feel like I give my current friendships, like, enough time and attention. Yeah, I mean, for sure. We've talked a lot about my birth chart. Like, I really want, like, deep connections with everyone. Yeah. But, like, I'm still, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I haven't seen in weeks. Right. But then I'm also, like, I have no friends. Totally. Like, but in what time do we make them? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's an interesting thing because until recently, honestly, I had no interest in making new friends. Um, I've always been like a no new friends kind of person. I mean, we've been (laughs) friends for 20 years now. I also realized like and I, so like the people I went to high school with, we've now been friends for 10 years this coming year. So when I think of like my newer friends, I think of like is like newer in my circle. Meanwhile, we've been friends for a decade this year. So I always just like, I like, I guess this has to do with kind of what we talked about earlier with like my community. I just like love a community. I love a circle. Mm -hmm. But then like I have like a very broad community, a very broad like group of people I really, really care about. But like those like my like people I consider like my friends are like their seventh house long partnerships. Yeah. You know, so for me, I'm always like, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of friends, but like you those people are just like on a different plane than me so then I forget that it's like okay to just have a friend you go out to dinner with once in a while yeah totally totally. like not everyone of your friends needs to be like the biggest connection relationship partnership of your life um but recently I feel like the most successful friend I've had like new friendship has been like you know this and like has become one of my closest friends and we met two years ago a year ago now but like it was in the first year of our friendship where I was like no you're like a top tier one of my friends yeah and I just never thought I could do that Mm -hmm. but it really was like I feel like he was better about initiating it honestly but he really put a lot of effort into like making sure we had plans and making sure we actually followed up and saw each other we met through a mutual friend and then like I feel like we could have so easily like never seen each other again yeah yeah or like on purpose you know what I mean like we like actually like took effort and said like no let's see each other we had so much fun like let's go out and like I think it would be so rare to like have a great first hit off meeting however you run into someone and then them to not want to like hang out with you again as a friend like everyone is trying to expand their circle everyone wants to make connections everyone wants to talk to people especially now after like the pandemic of just like completely closing ourselves Mm -hmm. off to life like No one is, like, not trying to connect. But, like, I think it's, like, could be a little discouraging sometimes because, like, everyone is so busy. So I think it's, like, like, I reached out to someone who I've been trying to make plans with for months now. I reached out to them, like, a week or two ago, and they never got back to me. And, like, I I just, like, don't take that personal. Like, Mm -hmm. 
I also have a job. I also have friends and so many commitments. Like, I know that that has nothing to do with me. But I think, like, if you're, like, putting yourself for out there for the first time, like, trying to make a friend, it's, like, as scary as trying to ask someone on a date and then they don't get back to you and you're like, right. well, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. Well, and then it's hard to, like, know what friendships are, like, worth putting more effort into because, like, yeah. you know, maybe this person's, like, going through it right now. Or, totally. Or, like, they're just really busy or, like, where is the line between, like, that and like just being like okay this is so one-sided yeah like, for sure you don't want to be my friend like that's fine like yeah no for sure and I think it's like I think you know that like I think yeah. like we all know that it's the same thing with people you're dating yeah like you can force shit so hard or you could just take an honest look and be like this is probably not correct right but I think it is important to like remember especially in terms of friends like or, like, trying to make new friends, mm-hmm. that if you're, like, if you've hung out with someone one time, like, you're probably not at the top of their priority list, and totally. that's, like, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's so okay to, like, meet someone one time, and then when they have the space for it, you guys can hang out again, or you can, you know, have a, a friend date, but, like, I think it's okay to realize that, like, new people in someone's life, like, you're not going to be the top of the food chain kind of thing. Yeah, well, I also think that, you know, we become adults, mm-hmm. and then, like, People are just, like, focused on dating. For sure. That When you become an adult and then whatever free time you manage to find. Yeah, like, you're like, you I have to find a relationship. Dates. Yeah, so people are just, like, so focused on that. And, like, I mean, literally everyone has, like, y- your friend gets into a relationship and you never and they see disappear again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely. A lot of it is, like, it, like, goes both ways, too. Like, it's, like. Either you're trying to get into a relationship, so that's where your energy is, or you're in a relationship, and then you're like, all my energy has to go to this relationship, where, like, you're going to be so much happier and healthier and find better relationships and be in better relationships if you also have other connections and other experiences Mm -hmm. and outside things to bring to that relationship, like friends, like new friends, and, like, learning from new people. Yeah. I'm like, this is kind of, like, taking one one step backtracking but like so I went to college in Boston mm-hmm. like made friends but like now they live in all different cities I mean to be honest like <laughs> I had a rough time in college so like I would say <laughs> not a lot of people from college are still willing to speak to me I mean and then also in my most like recent relationship like I did lose my two best friends I mean yeah. aside from you of course like yeah I lost my two best friends in that breakup. Like, yeah. lost such a huge part of my life. And, like, then for a while, like, the only friends I had were, like, people I worked with. Which, yeah. like, you and I both have found, like, we are anti-work friends. Like, yeah. which I think so much, when you're growing up, you make friends based on, like, convenience, right? Yeah, you who make you friends because you go to school, with, you dance, dance with, class. like, yeah. And then, like, work kind of becomes, like, the equivalent of that. Like, you're just like, oh, we just spend time all the time together. Right. And we have, like, this one community or life experience in common. Yeah. Yeah, That we can, like, you know, talk shit about our boss or whatever. Like, when we go out. But, like, we need to have, like, connections other than, like, ones of just convenience. Like, yeah, and that totally. gets just, things get so messy in, like, a work environment. Like, I just think it's important to have, like, friends outside yeah. of that. Yeah, but, for like, sure. I just, like, literally on my vision board, I have, like, <laughs> the friend group of, like, the L word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just, like, would love, like, 
it's so hard to make like a friend group yeah as an adult you can make individual friends yeah totally but how do you have like a group like you can just set in the group chat like hey someone go with me to this yeah I guess I've never been in a friend group yeah so like that's not as much of a concern like, I've never been in, like, a friend group chat. Like, even when I was in high school, I never had a friend group. I've I mean, always we had, like, had a dance. Friends. We had, like, a dance group. Yeah, I guess when I was, we were, like, We were terrifying 10. little 10-year-olds. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like since then, I never really had, like, a group. Like, I've, like, you're my best friend, and Catherine is my best friend. You guys are not best friends. Yeah. You guys like each other and get along, but, like, Unless I'm like, we it's don't hang out without you. Yes. Yeah. Unless it's something like revolving me, <laughs> like I wouldn't text you all at the same time. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? I guess to stuff like that. So I, I would definitely say like I don't have like, I have a group of friends, but I've never been like a friend group person. Yeah. But I don't think I'm pressed about that. Yeah. Because I just don't think I'm like I don't feel like I lost. Or I, something I'm trying to get back. Like, I've just never yeah. really had that kind of relationship with my friends. My friends always came from very different places. Mm-hmm. Like, a dance studio, school, other school, work, or yeah. whatever. I mean, I and I also have felt like, like the friends that stick with me, it's always been like, I have one friend from I have high one school. Of each. Yeah. I, yeah, like one person yeah. really sticks with me from each place. But like, I know when I was in college and like had like a friend group no, yeah, my like senior that year, like... like Great. was just so fun yeah um, I'm like I would love that I would obviously have to be the leader yeah. <laughs> I would have to be like Massey Block in the click yeah which we we were yeah, in we our were. in our youth <laughs> that yeah, might we have were. to be a different episode we unpacked yeah. that because that is like a lot um but yeah yeah so maybe that's <laughs> not for the best maybe that was just like yeah I lived that fantasy when I was uh, eight to ten and now it's for the best I was talking with someone recently about like the click books I fucking love I books. know you did I don't think I ever read them but oh, well there was like 25 I read them all <laughs> they have a different kind of plot on the cover of all of them yeah, and yeah. yeah they're fucking iconic when we were growing up like the friendships that we saw like in media they were, were just, mean they were so mean like the click books mean girls like Everything like, was a Paris frenemy. Hilton. Yeah. I think about that like, a lot. I've like I've never had a frenemy. Like that was like a word that I feel like almost was like an aspirational thing placed upon us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is a frenemy? Why would you be friends with someone you don't like? But it was. That was a big thing in media. Like you were best friends, but you were out to get them. Yeah. Just such a strange, like a theme very that strange concept. We grew up on. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like I've ended friendships because I the first sign I noticed me trying to do something to hurt them I'm like we no longer need to be friends that's not a good friendship Mm -hmm. but I feel like that's like almost like an accepted thing totally is like I'm gonna sleep with my friend's boyfriend because I fucking hate her like then don't be friends like if you have the urge to text your friend's boyfriend or something like you should not be their friend either yeah yeah well I've honestly made like a lot of virtual friends recently yeah which is like kind of cute and fun or like I've been getting better about, like, I don't know, just, like, FaceTiming with people. Just because yeah. I have a lot of friends, like, that don't live in this city. Um, I don't know if I said this earlier, but, like, I moved back from college, like, during the pandemic. So, yeah. it's just been, like, si- like it's just hard to, like, totally. hang out with people for the past couple of years, right? Yeah. Um, but I've been trying to be better about, like, you know, keep, like, calling people and whatever. But, like, that still, like, doesn't give me someone to, like... Yeah, go to a go concert to, the mall too. <laughs> or, not the mall. 
I don't know why I put anything else. Right energy, right energy. Yeah, that doesn't, like, give you someone to, like, you have this thing you want to go do. No, for sure. I mean, that was, like, I, like, finally have, like, friends, I feel like. Like, I stayed here. I didn't go to college. All my friends left. Yeah. I, like, did not do shit for almost, like, the four years my friends were in school. Like, it was so rare for me to have a plan. Yeah. Just because I was, like, too... I worked a lot, one. I also was, like, too timid to, like, try to make friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, I still knew so many people. And, like, I never thought to, like, ask anyone to hang out. Yeah, like, right. I was like, they're not my best friend. Yeah. Like, that's okay. Like, you don't have to be, like, it doesn't have to be Aubrey to, like, <laughs> spend time with them. You know what I mean? Right, but, like, right. it's just kind of funny. Like, the transformation. Like, I feel like when my fr- like my friends came back, then it was, like, Oh, like, I could have other friends, and, like, I do like going out. I do miss seeing people, but, like, I literally feel like I went, like, almost four years without, like, having any kind of social life because I just didn't think it was, like, okay to, like, no new friends. Why would I? I already have friends, and they don't live there, and that's just fine. Like, no, you could probably just make a friend. Right. Like, we're not cheating on each other. No, literally. Literally. Well, and also, like, most people are, like, much more like, like, I'm much more likable than I think I am. Like, people would love to hang out with me. Absolutely. Like, I, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I think it's also just, like, get out of your own way. Like, totally. No one would think it's crazy if you want to, like, do some fun thing and need someone to go with you. Right. They probably like to go too. Totally. You know? Totally. Well, my, something else I've been struggling with in friendship making is like you're not even friendship making but just like in my current like yeah circle of friends like I don't have any friends that are currently dating women yeah or like not men yeah that are not like cishet men yeah like I have guy friends which is just like yeah I would like <laughs> that sounds on my l word vision board yeah. like so I yeah it's just like hard like trying to figure out how to do that um like and not like I don't know I feel like I just meet someone I'm like oh you're cute like let's go on a date and then I'm like wait you know yeah and like then, maybe that was an opportunity should we just been to have friends? a friend like yeah for yeah. sure like I can just only take you to queer spaces so much like totally. I don't think I've like or I could take I don't know like somewhat but then I'm like it's just not yeah the same I don't know. It's just so hard. I did download Bumble BFF oh, as yeah. research for this episode. Yeah. Just because I was like, what do people do in 2022 to like yeah. make friends? But then it was just like weird because then I was still like scrolling through Bumble, like looking for attractive people. Totally. I know. See, I think like I've heard people use it and like I'm at my bestie in a new city on Bumble BFF. And I think that's so cool. But like, Maybe I'm just too, I think, like, for me, it would be too, like, I'm looking for, like, a date. Like, I don't know. Like, like okay, if we didn't know each other and our Bumble BFF images came up, would we be like, that looks like my <laughs> new best friend? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just am Probably so, like, not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, duh, when we know each other. But, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I would just, like, see, I don't even know if I would see any of the people who I'm, like, closest to's photo and be like, yeah, that's my new bestie. Like, you said last week, like, oh, like, about being friends with people that look like you. Like, like, none of my friends are, like, blonde and, like, wear pink. And, like, I I feel like if I saw someone that 
looked like that though I'd be like oh like we'd probably get along but like in reality like that's not what my circle even looks like but like how do you know what like someone's personality is from like an app a dating app profile like that's hard well I matched with one person on Bumble BFF and I'm like they're so cute yeah you're like are we gonna date so I'm not really sure but I'm like they seem really cool and like whatever but like I'm like okay well now what like I don't know. So maybe updates to come on yeah, my new Bumble I'm interested. Yeah, I just thought it would be a fun experiment. Yeah, totally. But in conclusion, um, I think the clear answer here is that we should have an Astros Let's event. Yeah. <laughs> we should just have a time where we can all make friends and all meet each other. People, we'll well like bring astrology. our birth charts. Right. <laughs> Look at the compatibility. Yeah. I love it. I think that would be really An fun. IRL meetup. So let us know if that's something you would like, and we'll see what we can do. I love it. It's now time for our weekly mystery date segment, where either Danny and I tell a story, or we have listeners submit like funny dating stories, and we have everyone guess the sign of the person we went out with. Should we just applaud me for a second? I was correct last week. Yeah. Okay. I did want to mention that yeah. we didn't. Say, like, the first week's answer. Oh, yeah, yeah. We didn't address it. Yeah. But so, we should address it. Yeah. Um, it was a Gemini. It. <laughs> the mean man. Basically, yeah. The mean man was a Gemini. So, Aubrey was correct, as usual. Astrology professional. So, Danny has another story she'd like to share this week. So, take it away. So, this guy kept hiding me from his Instagram story. And obviously, I'm crazy, so I noticed. Um, I would say this is not even someone who I've been talking to recently, but he's been, like, hiding me from his stuff. So then I obviously have to go find out what it is. So I go to, like, one of his other Instagrams. I notice it's a girl. So I asked him about it, and I was like, why do you keep hiding me from your Instagram story? Like, who are you posting? And he said, just a girl I adopted a dog with. Very casual. Very casual. Like, you you just meet someone, and then you just adopt a dog with them. No big deal. Some Yeah, no, makes sense to me. <laughs> Guess his sign. All right, well, we'll post this mystery date on our social medias and let us know what you think the sign is. I'm committing to us next week. We will have a queer mystery date. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so sub- give us some submissions, yeah. everyone. Send us your dating stories. and Without the sign so we yeah can so I can guess. also play yeah I am social media manager and I keep <laughs> reading the answers <laughs> well that's all we have for our third episode of season yes. two amazing thanks for joining us thank you for listening follow us on Instagram and TikTok we've been putting out some inspiring content at Astro Sluts with three S's on both platforms. Yes. See you we'll next see you next week. week. <laughs> Bye, Bye Sluts! Bye, sluts.